Dragon was walled off with the zombie left inside to haunt the abandoned city. Mr. Ward, how would you like to make $50 million on a warm summer's evening? On a train bound for nowhere, met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life. Out of reading people's faces Think about everything we did, all those people we saved the way they held their Look what it does us you don't mind my But what if I can see you're out of What if just once We did something just for us You ready to play? There's 200 million dollars in the vault beneath the strip with a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. The best that you can hope for is to die. Oh, Scheiße. You got That's crossing the line. to watch 30 movies a movie each day in June it's day 12 of year 8 of movie month and the podcast will start soon he's going to watch 30 movies Films and some lowbrow. Year eight of fans, not experts. Movie month, and the podcast starts right now. Year eight, year eight of movie month. That much you already know. Year eight, year eight of movie month.
Sitting on my back deck, drinking the giant ginger ale. It's a beautiful day. Doing day 12 of my movie month podcast. And there's only one thing to say. And that is Viva Zack Snyder. <laughs> Viva. Oh, I couldn't even get it all out. Um, plus, it was a little, you know, marble mouth. My mouth was filled with sweet golden diet ginger ale market basket brand because it's much cheaper than any of your um any of your high-end ginger ale like canada dry or uh schweppes or um polar maybe that's another one isn't there a third ginger ale the schweppes canada dry seagram's i know seagram's makes a ginger ale but i'm not here to talk about ginger ale no 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 my friends i'm here to talk about day 12 of movie month it is a gorgeous day out here. I mean, we're talking like it's almost 70, I think. It's really nice and hot. Like the sun is warm, but it's not warm out and nobody's here. Okay. My wife went to um, see her friend and she took our dog with her. So I am completely alone, 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 alone. I said, you know what? I'm going to go sit on the back deck. I'm not close to the air conditioner, and my dog's not going to be scratching, scratching at the door. Uh, it's just, uh, what a beautiful, beautiful day. And and on top of it, I watched a movie that I enjoyed. Now, I, I, I know what you're saying. Zack Snyder, an, a zombie movie. Oh, did I mention today is Army of the Dead? I don't know if it's officially called Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Um, but... Uh, a Netflix original, and um, it is pretty much. It was exactly what I expected it to be, but it's almost. It's almost. It's like two and a half hours long. It's a long movie, but it is kind of. It's just a fun movie. It's like. It's almost like Armageddon. You know, you get the group of people, except l- lower level of actors. Um, but the same kind of like character development, like you know, it's generic characters, uh, and the biggest star in the movie is you know retired professional wrestler Dave Batista. I don't know if you know this, but I like it's funny. I would just call him Batista because that was his uh, is it vernacular? No, that's how you talk. His moniker. That was his moniker in the wrestling ring, Batista. Uh, you know, way back, way back, go back in history lesson. Uh, there was a thing called Ohio Valley Wrestling. I don't know if there still is. There might be a version of it, but it's not what I, um, what was originally was. And that was a minor, quote unquote, minor league, you know, small wrestling company that WWE, you know, the big company, they either owned or they funded or they facilitated so that they could hi- sign guys. And put them down in here to kind of hone their skills. Whatever you think wrestling is, there's still a skill involved. There is the, you know, the jumping around. There's the fake fighting aspect. And then there's the storytelling, quote-unquote, acting uh, aspect that, believe me, some people are better that better at than others. Uh, and way back when, uh, it, I don't know exactly the year, uh, but in the Ohio Valley Wrestling, there was a, a young wrestler by the name of John Cena. And he was also with a young wrestler by the name of Dave Batista. Years, years later, um, 
Cena becomes very like pretty much a a, a almost a household name as as far as mostly for wrestling. He became just a humongous star, big um, guy as far as in the Make a Wish world, and he's you know been kind of dabbling in the world of acting. He did I think he did some bad WWE movies, and now he's been in some bigger movies. And he's going to be in the big, uh, the movie, The Suicide Squad, the sequel uh, to the other one. That's a James Gunn movie. Um, and he is going to be in the new Fast and the Furious 9 movie. So he is kind of in big movies, but he, I don't consider him a great actor. You know, and I'm still in this wrestling world. Obviously, everything gets compared to the, the first wrestling actor. Uh, that by that I mean Hulk Hogan in Santa with muscles, um, or No Holds Barred, or I don't know what I'm talking about. But the point is, is that Dave Batista is also from that same world, and you, th- I never thought like Batista is going to be in movies, and I think he did some small things here at Action Guy. Uh, he's the tough guy here, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's catapulted into. Pretty much superstardom as far as movies are concerned. You know, the average Joe won't know him, but like a um, a certain amount of movie fans definitely know who he is now because of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Also James Gunn movie. Uh, and, um, you know, he's he's Drax in that. He's, and he's kind of this big, rough, scary alien who's also quite funny and has a sense of humor. And you got to see the side of Batista that I didn't know existed. That catapulted him into superstardom. He's been in a bunch of other movies since then. And this, I don't, I don't know if it's his biggest lead. It's a Netflix movie. So does that, that is not a theater movie. Like Netflix movies are big movies now. They're not like what you would consider a straight to DVD movie from, you know, the 2000s or straight to video in the 90s. Netflix are just as big movies almost as theater movies, especially this last year. Um, but... It's it's kind of a weird thing that, you know, James Gunn is doing The Suicide Squad with John Cena. Dave Batista turned down the su- a role in The Suicide Squad to do Army of the Dead with Zack Snyder. Army of the Dead is kind of a quasi-sequel to Dawn of the Dead that, J- that, that uh, Zack Snyder directed and James Gunn wrote. Oh, my goodness, it all comes full circle. And here we are in 2021 with another zombie movie. I went to go see uh, Dawn of the Dead with my buddy Dave, um, uh, co-host of uh, the... Um, I, I, have, I have two buddies, Daves, and it's like I've got a, I have, I have the buddy Dave that I've seen Halloween with and I went to see Wonder Woman with. And, I, and he, he wouldn't come with me. He did see Batman v, v Superman, but he didn't come with me to see Justice League or, 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 um, or Aqua, Aquaman. I almost said Aquawoman. Uh, but he's the guy I, I will go to concerts with. And he's the guy who likes the same stuff I like. Then I have my friend Dave, who was in my movie podcast, who I've been friends with since I was three years old. And we share almost no in- similar interests. We like a lot of the same things, but I also like many things that he could care less about and, and actively dislikes. Um, so that's the guy I went to see Dawn of the Dead with. I, a lot of, a lot of this, when I'm left alone, I have, I guess I have more time to vamp. And when I vamp, I, I just go off on these tangents that don't make any sense. Um, we went to see Dawn of the Dead and I remember really liking it cause it was this, you know, over the top horror movie, um, gory by this director that I didn't know. 
I think he did the. Th- I think he did three hundred by then. I didn't, or maybe he did three hundred after that. I don't know. And then you find out he's doing Watchmen, and that became the his the first like divisive, divisive um, Zack Snyder movie to me. At least that's how I it came across to me. Um, that was a long ass movie. And then from there, he take Zack Snyder gets this reputation of this um, self indulgent, overly dramatic. Um, filmmaker who isn't always doesn't always make the best movies, even though they look quite purdy. And this movie has it all. This has, but guess what? I, I am a like it or not, I am a fan of Zack Snyder movies, mostly because of the ones that have Superman in it. So that pulls me in. And I really like Dawn of the Dead. So I'm like, well, how am I going to like Army of the Dead? We're talking 15, 16 years later. Uh, he's been through. He's done a lot of, of 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 living life and a lot of movie making, and and since then, um, he's really developed and honed his style. Whether you like it or not, are we going to see all that stuff? Yes, we are. Are we going to see like that slow motion uh, credits with all that kind of action that that we saw first time? At least for me, the first time was in maybe it wasn't Dawn of the Dead, but I remember really seeing it in Watchmen. Yes, we are. Are we going to see lots of um, ironically used songs? Yes, we are. And I, I guess I'm okay with it. Once you realize that, you know what, that's what Zack Snyder does. And just with, if you, if you, if you don't like it, if you do like it, you're just going to have to accept it. The sun is way too hot. So I'm going to go inside for a second. Whew, cool off. The sun is just way too hot. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get a little awning. I'm going to open the awning, get a little shade. I'm going to throw a little shade on myself. So yeah, this movie, it, it does check all the um, Zack Snyder. That's the listen to the listen to that thing. It is opening, and now the sun is blocked from my face. So let's let's just wait for it to open. This is this is uh, this is podcasting, baby. We don't we don't we don't we don't buff out the uh, the scratches. Everything's here. Okay, so where was I? <coughs> so. You know, this has the the tropes. Like, nothing here is, like, overly unique as far as the characters are concerned. You know, you, you, we're, getting a, we're getting a group of people together. And, uh, you know, we need the safecracker. We need this guy who can shoot really well. And uh, we need, uh, the, you know, Dave Bautista needs his team. And we get the team, and everyone kind of has their own little quirks. Some are underdeveloped, some are better than others, some aren't really developed at all, some are digitally replaced, um, and, uh, you know, let's have them fighting zombies. Really, this was like, just to give you a summary of the movie, sort of a zombie, sort of a Las Vegas heist in a zombie-filled Las Vegas. That's really what it is. Um, Let's go through the movie. So... The movie starts with um, a couple of, well, I guess, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. The zombie apocalypse was started because of uh, a BJ uh, in a car. That's really what it is. So there's this army convoy, this military convoy driving down the road. These newlyweds uh, from Vegas are driving the other direction. Um, The woman puts her her head in the man's lap. The man crosses over. Onto the other side of the road, crashes into this convoy. 
that they're carrying something. They don't know what they're carrying. Are we carrying aliens? Are we carrying what are we carrying? What are we are we carrying like these two guys on the on the car trying to guess what they're carrying? They crash. They're okay, but obviously the the two newlyweds are now newly dead. So, oh, I made that up. I just made that up. No one no one's here to appreciate it. No one's here to clap. Um so they're like whatever's in their car the on the truck the the um trailer kind of flips over on its side and then the door opens and they they like hey um support we need help we had an accident and they're like you need to get away from that get as far away from that as you can like what are you talking about now if i hear that i'm like okay and i'd run but these movies are like what do you mean i said get away from that and then he goes tells another guy hey get away from that he goes what did you say what the frick do you think he said he said get away from it so then out comes this dude who uh, is basically the first zombie. And he, uh, you know, kills all these people. Then he chases down these two soldiers from the car, from the truck. and Oh, plane overhead. And then he, um, like, kills them, turns them. They turn into zombies. And then he walks over to this ledge and he looks over the ledge and you see Las Vegas. And he's staring down at Las Vegas. And these two guys stand right next to him. And I'm realizing, oh, wait a second. Maybe this guy is creating his army of the dead. So what this person is, what this guy is, is never explained how the army got it. Is never explained why the army has it, or what they're doing with it, where they're going with it. Never explained. Um, could it be in a sequel? I mean, it's Netflix. They can, if, if enough people watch this, yes, there could be a sequel. I'm, I'm saying. Uh, it would be. It would have a lot of different actors in it, though. I'll tell you that. So, um, where were we? Oh, so then we cut to the 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 um, Zack Snyder styled opening credits. Literally, a Liberace impersonator looks right into the camera, starts singing uh, "Viva Las Vegas" into the piano, and then we get the the classic, really, the Zack Snyder montage of. Of um, violent slow motion zombie kills, we get showgirls, topless showgirls killing people. We get uh, zombie Elvises, people playing the slots. Everyone just left and right, people being killed in slow motion. Then we get all of a sudden you see this team of people fighting back. You got Dave Batista and his team. You know, some people might be recognizable name wise. I don't know any of them, uh, and. You know, like there's one woman who's in the team who I just assumed was one of the stars of the movie. And then, you know, she finds her. She gets smushed at the end. Like she gets eaten. Her, I think it's her daughter hugs her. And then they drop a crate on her and she is dead. Um, so they, they don't pull any punches with the violence in this. It's it's a comical. Like not slap, almost slapstick. Almost it's such a broad style of violence that it's not. You know, you know, like you think of real violence. You don't think of dropping trailers on people on a, on a group of zombies and smushing people. You know, I think of like uh, Saving Private Ryan and the knife slowly going in to Adam Goldberg. Um, that's the kind of thing that's like oh, brutal, the brutal, the brutalness. Or even in, I guess, in uh, uh, Doctor Sleep, when it, the, the 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 baseball kid. Oh my God, that was brutal, brutal. But nothing like that happens in this. It's all pretty much like brushed over, just the happy, fun, uber violent. Um, so what they've done is they walled off Vegas. These giant, you know, 30, 40 foot trailers that I guess are high enough 
that the zombies can't crawl over. I, I, I guess there's enough height that the zombies don't want to crawl over. Um, like think of World War Z. They just step on each other's shoulders until they crawled over and pushed over things. That didn't happen here. Apparently, there's enough uh, weight on these things that they they're tall enough that you know outside the the world of um, Vegas, everything's fine, hunky dory as is. There's no zombie. The zombie world has been contained, and I don't remember the timeline, but in the there's a making of afterwards. And they were talking about the zombie tiger. There's a zombie tiger. And uh, they were saying he's been in there for five or six years is what they said. I don't remember that being said in the movie. All I know is we saw Dave Bautista leading this group of people. One guy has a saw. He chops up people. A lot of people are shooting. Bing, bang, boom. Uh, and uh, we do see a montage of Dave Bautista in his house and having to kill his own wife, who's, who's a zombie, and trying to get to their daughter. And then... We see um, now he's flipping burgers at some diner, and this guy comes in, this Japanese businessman. Was it Tanaka? I don't remember his name. Uh, the actor, I don't I don't know. Looks like I'm I, familiar. Maybe I've seen him in something before. And he's like, he's like, like listen, all right, there's $200 million in my, I think it's his casino, in my casino in Las Vegas. Okay, how would you like to make $50, $50 million? There's $200 million in Las Vegas. Now, the insurance company has already covered me for that $200 million, but that money's still there. It's untraceable, and I want it. So he's already got his money back, but he wants more. Greed. Uh, so he was like, or at least that's what he tells them. So he's like, let's get you people, you know, I get apparently they're the best or they're the team. So he's like, I want you in there. You can keep $50 million for yourself. And do whatever you split it up, however you want to split it up, and give me the rest, and I'll get you in there. I'll get you, you know, what you need, pay for, fund your equipment, blah blah blah. And he's like, I don't know, maybe. Okay, I'll do it. Like it doesn't take much time to do it. He goes and tracks down his number. His number two was this woman. He's like, I got a job for you. How'd you like to make? I think he said fifteen million dollars. So. It sounded like he was taking 15. At one point, he's talking about giving 15 to his daughter and giving 15 to this woman, I'm thinking. And then the other 5 million, they're going to split amongst everyone else. And there's a group of them. So he's, he's even though he's like, I'm putting, you know, I'm putting the team together, they're putting as much um, on the line as he is. And he's screwing them out, out of it. And okay, because he goes, how would you like to make 500000 He says another one, how would you like to make two hundred fifty? It gets down to the end. It's like, how would you like to make 20000 to these different people? Like, I guess they're just calculating how much money they have left. So they go and they get a helicopter pilot played by Tig Notaro. Now, if you don't know this already, and there were some stories about this, Tig Notaro was not in this movie originally. The character was. All the scenes were, but not her. There was a different actor. Uh, I want to say Chris Dario or Chris Dio. I don't know exactly his name. I know him by 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 his face. He he was on a terrible like Whitney Cummings sitcom, and he uh, he's a stand up comic. And I don't know off the top of my head what he was accused of. I think he was just like all these women came out. I don't know if they were underage women or not we're talking about him being a real creepo to them uh online 
And for that, I think either Netflix or Zack Snyder is like, oh, we don't want him in the movie anymore. But what do you do when you have a movie like this that's already been put together? Uh, and all the, you know, it's like a giant special effects movie. What do you do? You digitally replace the actor. And that's what they did. They took out this dude and they stuck Tignataro in. And so I knew this. It's not like it was a secret. Every, and they didn't hide this. But I knew this. And because of that, every time she's on screen, I'm looking for it. Like, where are the seams? Where, where, are, the, where are the smoke and mirrors? Some parts, it looks like she's, if you really look, I'm like, I think she looks like she's Photoshopped on there. But the movie is so digital and so on a green screen already that, like, it must have been easy to erase this dude and just stick her in uh, to all the scenes. And she was good. Like, it was, if you didn't know, completely seamless. Completely seamless. And even if you do know, it's pretty seamless. And and she's probably a better actress than him. Like, I, I just know her. I... I know she had a TV show, um, and I, I, I hadn't seen it. I think it was on Amazon or Showtime. Amazon, I think. And I think it was about, like, her cancer struggles and, like, real-life stuff. Uh, I, I just know that she's a stand-up comic, and she filled the role perfectly. Like, she was – she's the helicopter pilot, and a lot – like, she had a lot of scenes where she was by herself, too. And completely everything worked. It wasn't an issue at all. It's just – you look for it, and like one point, I'm like, "Whoa!" Like you can't even tell. Like they, it was that well done. Uh, some scenes, I'm thinking, "Wait, is that?" It looks a little like the contrast or the coloring looks a little off. And again, that could just be me projecting, thinking that, um, "Well, she's not actually there." But who knows what was actually there in these type of movies, anyway? So um, I thought that was a kind of so they approach her. She's the helicopter pilot. She's there. And I think they were giving her a big chunk. Of money, and she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate my life. This would be great. It'd be, it'd be nice to have money to do something. Um, then they start approach. Then they approach a safe cracker, and this is just the guy who works in a um, locksmith, and he was a German friend, German Swedish, Swedish German guy. I don't know, but he was basically the comic relief of the of the movie. You know, he. He loved cracking safes, but he never held a gun before. Uh, never killed a zombie before. Then they track another guy down who is known for going online and you know, killing zombies. Like he does it for like social media, uh, and he's but he's a really good shot. So they bring him in. He brings a few of his people in. Actually, only brings one woman in uh, because the guy bails. And. Then uh, they need to go to uh, the edge of Las Vegas and break in. Now, while this is going on, we see that there are camps outside of Las Vegas where some people who, who are refugees of Las Vegas haven't left yet, haven't found a place to, leave, to get out, and they're kind of trying to escape. Sometimes there's a woman there called the Coyote who breaks people in to get stuff or get find people or try to find money. Uh, and sometimes they make it out, sometimes they don't. So the coyote knows a little more about what's going on in the world uh, than other people inside Vegas, than other people. Do. So she's almost like narrating, well, this is this and this is that. So that was like, it was kind of an, a character of convenience there to explain what the hell we're looking at when we go in. And uh, at this outdoor camp is, is Dave Batista's daughter. She kind of is a volunteer there. She helps these people. There's a woman there who she's very friendly with. 
who wants to break into steel, just to get find five thousand dollars to get out and get our kids out out of this place and away from the refugee camp. Uh, and of course, there are guards there, and there's a dick played by Theo Rossi, who you'd know mostly from Sons of Anarchy. Um, he and then he is uh, what was he? I forget his name in Sons of Anarchy. Great, great actor. Uh, and he, he plays, again, he plays the jerk, the, the prick, the evil guard who I'm like, oh, can't wait to see him get his comeuppance. Uh, and so they get the whole team together. And then Batista's daughter is like, I'm going with you. My friend is in there now. Though the, 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 the mother of the friend snuck in and now she's like, I need to go find her. Um, wait, I don't think that woman ever makes it out, does she? Huh. Okay, so um, they, I'm just fast-forwarding to the end. So they have the whole team there, and then the coyote's like, uh, oh, the daughter's like, I'm going with you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm going with or without you. So she's in. And then they're, um, they say to Theo Rossi, um, oh, they say, we need one more person. And they bring the guard. Do you want to make $20,000? She's like, yeah. All right, you're in the team. Like, why do we need another person? She goes, because we do. And also, the the, um, the the casino owner sends his own man, and he's like, I'm, I'm there to support you and everything, and I'm, bring, I'm going to be joining you too. And that, he's played by the great Garrett Dillahunt from so many great things, from, um, from No Country for Old Men to, um, to now he's on Fear the Walking Dead to Deadwood. Uh, and again, I fell in love with him on the sitcom called Raising Hope where he plays because he plays a lot of intense characters sometimes. But on Raising Hope, he played this doofus dad who was like this lovable, dumb dad who was just hilarious. I loved him. And I, I almost want to rewatch that sitcom. Every time I talk about it, I want to rewatch it. It's a, such a like, a like a tiny show that never had a huge audience. But it was by, I think it was Greg Garcia who did, um, I think it was him, who did like, um, you know, that Earl you know, like saving Earl or whatever that hell, the one where Earl goes around saving people. Uh, and it, it had, this show had Martha Plimpton in it, it had Cloris Leachman in it. I mean, it is, it was a great little show that I want to go rewatch right now. Anyway, he's the rich, he's like, I'm going to help you get in. So they go in and, you know, there's the, this coyote knows this secret little passageway to get through. She gets through and then, um, they're like, what's what's going on? And like, they're not all the like zombies. There's a bunch of dry zombies. This is the desert, so there's a bunch of dry, dead bodies um, lying around. And she goes, if when it rains, they come back to life a little bit. And that was kind of a cool little thing. Like these, you know, the the sun has decomposed their bodies so much, but their brains haven't been destroyed. So zombie in zombie rules, they're still alive. They're still able to go. So they go. Um, they start walking in, and like, what's that noise? They go, okay, well, just to let you know, there's two types of zombies. There's the shufflers, and I know they're not called the shamblers, who you know are your classic, you know, walking slow zombies that you see in like The Walking Dead, uh, in most zombie movies. And then you have this other breed of zombies. They're like, um, they're the alphas. So they've kind of they they changed the zombie genre a little by creating a not a class system but almost like a species species system where there's this higher level of zombies um and what it's what i'm gathering is that original zombie we saw at the beginning he seemed a little more like 
he was fast. He was strong. He was like, he was like a super zombie, basically. And he can create other super zombies. So there's him. And then we find out there's a queen. And we, what you do is you make an offering to them and they'll leave you alone. Okay. So he's like, oh, really? Like, so then they take Theo Rossi, the guy. Uh, she goes, well, that's a really nice gun. Can I see it? Yeah. She takes it, shoots him in the leg. He falls down. She zip ties him. And he is the, um, he's the offering. So we don't like this guy. So it's okay. Just let the, the, the zombies come and they drag him away. The two alpha zombies come. There's like, one's actually wearing a crown the woman, and drag, drags him away. And he's like, ah, please, no. We're like, okay, now we're free to go. We also see a zombie tiger. A zombie tiger. Yep, I said that already. Uh, that, you know, has one eye missing. And it was all digital effect done. But it was it was pretty funny because it was one of Siegfried and Roy's zombies got, uh, tigers got turned. Just the idea of that is kind of uh, cute, I guess you could say. So they're trying to... Um, get to this casino and i mean i feel like once they're there they're they tried to get through one area to get to the other area and i forget why they ended up in this one spot where there's all these zombies hibernating and they had to get through there to get to where they're going i guess we'll just put it that way or it's all part of the same casino it doesn't really matter but they have this thing where these zombies these there's like army you could say like these alphas are like the generals and the and the and the the people in charge or zombies in charge and then there's these these shamblers this this um that you know are the army and they actually hibernate they stand there and you know do nothing uh so they're trying to sneak through them but at one point Garrett Dillahunt you know takes throws one of the girls off the scent um so that uh like he throw they're going they're using glow sticks and crawling through to get you get through these people, he throws one of the glow sticks another way to get rid of this girl. I don't know why, but he does. And uh, she fights her way out, but too late, she gets killed. And then the the uh, the social media guy he gets killed. So really, we just start seeing people getting knocked off. Um, really, I think it's just them. They get to the casino, and now it's like, all right, uh, safe cracker and our other guy, the guy with the saw. Uh, you you go down to this way. Tignataro, you go to the roof. Everyone else, you know, let's you you come with us to try to I don't know what it is. Try to kill. I'm not entirely sure what the heck they were doing. They were just shooting people. A lot of zombie killing. Um What were they doing while they while the other people were downstairs trying to crack the safe? Tignataro goes upstairs, and I guess they were just kind of waiting. I guess they were just waiting. I guess. I don't even remember. But, you know, they're killing zombies left and right, blah, 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 blah. Um, now, at one point, they this is where the movie, it, it gets a little weird, but it never follows up on it. They're like, oh, my God. They found another group of schematics, the blueprints that they give them. I like saying schematics. It just sounds funnier. And they're like, um, you know, what do we what's this, uh, what's this? You must have hired another team, huh? Like, so you think this guy hired a bunch of teams. One of them's bound to get out alive. And if they get out alive, good, they get to keep the money. Um, but I don't know if that's the case because we, then they go down to the safe and we see a bunch of, you know, dead bodies. Like, uh, but what was weird is they start showing one dead body had a key around it, on his neck and they show one of the girls has a key around her neck and then one dead zombie's wearing the same exact shirt as Tignataro 
And then the guy with the safe is like, what if this is all like a crazy time loop? I'm like, wait, they're not going to throw time travel into this, are they? And they never do. They never talk about it again. It's like, what if this is just, our, you know, this is just our life and we do this and we're destined to do this over and over again. And I'm like, that is wild and never touched on again and just odd that it was brought up. Uh, but these other like zombies now, maybe it was just, this is my interpretation of it, trying to make sense of it, is that they see these things that are basically, they're dressed basically the same because they're just, you know, there's another group of, of stereotypes trying to uh, rob the bank. I don't know. Like every group is kind of the same. You're, you're no different. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it was a weird little thing. So really you have the two, the, you have Tignataro upstairs. Uh, the, her friend, the one woman gets her up to the, to the helicopter because there's an old helicopter on the roof of this that of course is garbage and Tignataro needs to fix and clean and fix and, and, and um, you know, get working because they won't let you fly in, but anything could fly out. They don't care what flies out, which again, doesn't make sense because what if you go in to steal a zombie? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, how much do I want to talk about this? They, you know, we have some f- fun zombie moments of you know violence, trying to you know trip all the booby traps, get to get to the sh- to the safe. Then they get down there. Uh, then, at one point. Um, Oh, excuse me. We find out that Garrett Dillahunt and the Coyote go off and fi- they trap the Queen to kill the Queen. He chops off the Queen's head and takes it with her. And she's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "This is, you know." He goes, uh, "Tanaka doesn't care about the money. This is what it's really about. This head is worth so much more than anything else. You realize what you could make with this? We could make our own army. So it's like they're going to take this head." And use it to make super zombie soldiers to fight for them, which then makes you wonder, is that what they were doing with that zombie in the first place? But we don't know where that zombie came from. It was like, that's the first zombie. We don't know where it came from, why it came from, what it was doing. We still don't know, have no explanation. And when I say zombie, watching this movie, it was almost like they're orcs from Middle Earth more than zombies. They didn't really have a sense of communication. But, you know, before they chopped the zombie's head off, I forgot to mention, the zombies, you know, they, they take Theo Rossi into this pool of this casino and they, uh, they you know, pass him around and start killing him. But the, the queen shows up and then the king, the alpha, whatever you want to call him, king zombie, uh, goes in and puts his ear against the woman's bu- belly. And I'm like, wait, is he like listening for a baby? And spoiler alert, he's listening for goddamn zombie baby. Because later he finds the zombie's uh, decapitated body, brings it back to the pool, scoops his hands into her belly, and rips out this tiny zombie baby. I don't understand it. Were they they pregnant before they got turned? No, because this thing has been... Or maybe the baby's been in there for all these years. But they said they've been this way for years. So... That was super silly. But again, these aren't your typical zombies. These are alphas. So they're doing it, doing it, doing it well. And they're doing it and making zombie babies. So they were going to reproduce and take over the world. Um, But they never get to. Um, So they they break into the safe, find all this money. I mean, tons and tons of money. And then uh, for reasons that I don't remember, they don't, um, they don't make it, oh, 
Uh, Garrett Dillahunt tries to screw uh, the, the coyote and runs out with a bag, but in the bag is actually a money counter, not the head, and then the zombie tiger kills him, blah, blah, blah. Um, they, for some reason, have to leave the money because the zombies overrun them, I guess. I guess? I honestly don't remember why they had to leave, why they didn't have any money with them. But um, they get to the roof, and it's 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 Dave, Nav- Dave Navarro. It's Dave Batista. Did I say Dave Navarro at all during this? Please don't tell me I have. It's Dave Batista and... Um, and his daughter and the coyote all get to the roof. Uh, and Tiki Tower's like, where's the money? He's like, there is no money. we got to get out of here. And he's like, wait. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The daughter's not there. The daughter escaped and went to the other casino looking for the woman that she was looking for in the first place. Um, and he's like, we need to get to the roof here. Just give me a few minutes. We have nine minutes before the nukes come. That's what happens. I'm sorry. This is what happens. So the whole thing was there's a, there's a ticking clock where the, the um, president uh, was going to have a low-grade nuke blow up Las Vegas on the 4th of July. And then they came on the news and said, you know, the president thought, had second thoughts about um, having these zombies, you know, this nuke going off on the 4th of July, even though he thought it would be, quote, really cool. And I don't know if that was like, if that was a Trump thing, I don't know, or just, just making fun of presidents in general. And so instead, he thought it'd be he'd just just move it up a day. So instead of them having, you know, 25 hours to get out of Vegas, they had an hour and a half. So that's when craziness ensued and they had to leave some money behind and um, or something happens. I don't know. Things happen. So they drive over to the other um, the other casino. The oh, oh no, that's right. They get down. Um, they look for the daughter. The Theo Rossi's there. They kill Theo Rossi. They find the woman. They get the woman, the daughter, up onto the um, roof. And I think that's where the um, the coyote woman is. She's not a coyote woman. She's a woman who is a coyote. Um, you know, smuggle people over borders and stuff. So. I think that happens there. Eh, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, it has to have happened. No, it doesn't have to have happened there. It didn't happen there. It happened on the original roof. She's up there. They're trying to get away. Um, she, um, the zombie king, spears her up against the wall as Dave Bautista is getting away. She drops the head of the woman, of the zombie queen, off the building. It gets smushed. Uh, she's dead. The zombie queen head is dead. Now the zombie king follows them to the other um, casino up on the roof. Dave Batista is about to escape with this woman and his daughter, and they get into the helicopter. They think Tignatara leaves, then she doesn't. She gets a second, she has a conscious second thoughts. Well, if she didn't have these second thoughts, they'd all be alive, but because they had to wait 30 seconds, it gave the zombie king enough time to jump into the helicopter, and then they would, they were fighting, fighting while this is going on. They're flying out of the, out of this place as qu- as quickly as possible. Um, in the helicopter, there's a zombie, there's the woman, there's the daughter, there's Dignitaro flying, and Dave Batista. Uh, they, we see the nuke flying over their head. They, um, the nuke goes off, and the, like the, whatever it is, the after explosion, you know, the boom, the boom part uh, makes that, basically flings the helicopter out of control. While this is happening, Dave Batista gets bit by the zombie king, but also shoots the zombie king in the face and blows his head up. Uh, then the helicopter crashes. It looks like Tignataro was shot before that, and then she dies in the helicopter, I guess. The woman, I don't even remember seeing what happens to her, so I'm just going to say she's dead. 
Dave Batista is like, oh, I'm almost dead. I'm so sorry. And the daughter's like, no, you're a hero. And he goes, I'm sorry. But there wasn't, you know, millions. But here he takes out of his coat. He had a giant, like, stack of money that he was holding earlier in the movie. So she can get her life started again. He goes, maybe it'll get those people. Oh, he says you can give that woman and her kids uh, a second life. So she must have lived. Okay, so she lived. Um, but they also talked about, like, opening a food truck and a restaurant. He was going back and forth. And then at the end, he's like, lobster rolls. we got to open lobster rolls. But we never see her open lobster rolls. We never see them again. And you think the movie's over, and you think kind of like, okay, you know, maybe we'll see her after story and everything's happy again and something bad will happen, like a little twist. But instead, we go over to Las Vegas again, and it's just decimated. Um, but the safe survived the nuclear bomb. Out in Oh, did I tell you the... So the safe cracker and the other guy, he was, I don't know the guy's their name. He's a, he's a black guy, um, and he is like he had the saw the whole time. And he didn't like the, the safe cracker for about 90% of the movie. Then they became friends. Then the safe cracker saved him by shoving him into the safe, closing the door while the zombies killed him. He got out. He cracked out of the safe. He got out of the safe after the bomb. He survived, and he had all the money, Stat, like bags and bags of money because it was with him. And then he um, carries the money, drags it out, goes to a plane rental place. He's like, I'd like to rent that plane. Like, this is a private plane. He takes giant stacks of money and goes, here, now I'd like to rent it. Okay. And he probably stinks. He's probably smelly. He's probably, he's probably radiated. Uh, he's got just days and days of, of, of uh, hard living in Vegas. Oh, come on. Who's cutting their friggin' grass now? It's got to be that same goddamn neighbor. Unless... Christ, you, you son of a bitch, turn your lawnmower off. Gosh darn it. I'm almost done here. Uh, so he um, he gets in this private plane with a couple of stewardess, and they're, they're like, come on, let's have a drink. Let's share it. They're like, we really shouldn't. He goes, come on, let's toast to a drink, to, 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 you know, to life. Or he says, he gives some quote about enjoying life. And they're like, ooh, and he gets a little dizzy, and they're like, ooh, you should sit down. And he's like, oh, no, I'm okay. She goes, oh, your hands feel a little cold. He goes, let me just go splash some water in my face. I'll be fine. When you Now, earlier in the movie, they talked about when your temperature starts going down, you, uh-oh, you may be infected. So already you know where this is happening. So he goes in the bathroom. He's like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. And then you hear the pilot going, we'll be landing soon in, La- in New Mexico in, you know, our, our, you know, in short amount of time. Um, and he pulls his shirt back looks at his elbow, and there's a bite mark there. And he's like, ah, shit. And then the movie ends. And so it leads you to believe that he's going to turn into a zombie. Honestly, what he should do is just shoot himself in the head. Then the movie would be over. But he leads you to believe he's going to turn into a zombie, and there, or there is going to be another zombie breakout in New Mexico now. It wasn't contained as they thought it was. Um, it, it leads you to the possibility, that, or either he's doomed or more, uh, more of the world are doomed. Uh, or it leads you to the possibility of a possible uh, sequel. They've opened the door for a sequel. Um, but again, he'd just become a regular zombie, right? He wouldn't be an alpha zombie, so who knows what it would be. Uh, but again, also, do we know if a nuclear bomb will destroy these zombies? These are like their own little species. Maybe they feed off the radiation. Maybe they grow off the radiation. Maybe become stronger off the radiation. We don't know. Uh, maybe we'll never know. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the one and done Army of the Dead. Uh, and if it is, it is 
that I'm reading way too much into it because it was just a silly, funny, you know, over-the-top zombie romp with the Zack Snyder flair. He shot the whole thing himself, too, which I, you know, you, you could be like, oh, my God, this guy's got to do everything himself. But he just loves doing this stuff. He He's a movie nerd who, you know, whether you like what he does or not, he loves doing it. And he, he held the... Oh, it's the two houses up. I can see the guy on the lawnmower now. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a uh, you have those those uh, earmuffs over your ears, but I can hear you, buddy. I can hear you. Okay, he went around the house so that muffled the sound a little bit. Um, but you know, Zack Snyder loves making movies. It just reminds me of like a a, a, a much larger budget, uh, more successful version of myself. When I I was the kid in high school, that always had the video camera on my shoulder making movies with my friends. Uh, this guy literally has the camera on his shoulder making movies just with a, you know, a $70 million budget or whatever the, the cost is. Um, look, was it a great movie? No. Was it like, oh, my God, it changed cinema? No. But was it exactly what I thought it was going to be? Yeah. I, I wasn't going in with any, with any less expectations than what I was delivered. And uh, you got all the, the use of, of music and slow motion that Zack Snyder loves to do. And I'm okay with it. It's a Zack Snyder thing. I'm fine with it. It actually kind of looks pretty badass. Whether you like it or not, it is what it is. And uh, I like it enough. So, uh, yeah, I guess it turns out that I'm just a Zack Snyder fan, and you're just going to have to deal with it, okay? Mr. Green, if you're listening. <laughs> I just think of like the guy who I know who loves this stuff but does not like Zack Snyder. Mr. Green, Mr. Green. Okay, I'm done, folks. Well, I talked way long about this movie, but it's a long movie. Um, anyway, that's it, my friends. Army of the Dead, a film by Zack Snyder. Um, you know where to find me on Twitter and on Instagram, at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is fansnotexperts. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Twelve days in the books. It's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. So I hope... You can enjoy it on your deck, drinking your Diet Ginger Ale, too. Until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song! This is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality's what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode That's not experts